1: This week we're taking a look at being a good cop versus a bad cop. We are. And I've always liked good cops. I hate bad cops.
0: Yeah, and you are the blooming good cop all the time. And yeah. it's a constant source of frustration. And for you me, love actually.
1: being a bad cop.
0: I don't. I want to be the good cop. I want to be the fun one. I wanna be the one saying, come on, let's stay up all night and eat chocolate and do nothing else.
1: You like the uniform of the bad cop. <laughs>
0: And we're not going down that route, are we? <laughs> Ooh, I love a live man in uniform. No, no, I think this is a good discussion to have because if I'm honest, a lot of the time I'm suppressing deep rage towards you.
1: Really? Mm. Oh, and I just... think,
0: oh, I'll let that go. I'll let that go.
1: And I, most of the time I spend my time thinking, I wish you'd just lighten up.
0: Um, Mark, please. No, seriously. Please seriously. do not. Seriously. Do not. That is not a good way to start this, Jack. Don't. Don't look at me like
1: that. Okay, well, me being the good cop and you being the bad cop, let's get on with it.
0: I actually think I can see a little bit of sweat on Mark's top lip.
1: (laughs) You probably can. It's usually there all the time.
0: (laughs) This week, we're going to be talking about good cop and bad cop. Yes. It's funny, this, because whenever I talk about this at work... I don't think I've ever heard anything different. Most of the women that I know, whether it's ones I work with or or friends outside of work, will say that they have much... They have to be the bad cop much more often than the dad does. Hmm. And uh, they get to do all the sort of shitty bits. And then Daddy comes in and throws them up in the air. If you think about those beautiful toddlers in their little pyjamas, all washed and cleaned and snowy, white and delicious. And Daddy comes in and rustles and tumbles. And and then that kind of carries on. And now, with our teenagers, it's kind of the same thing, I feel. Do
1: you really? (laughs) Do you think
0: so?
1: I don't necessarily think so.
0: I think that for a lot of the time, they have you wrapped around their
1: little finger. Well, I I mean, I think it's more a case of of picking your fights and and knowing when to kind of, you know, be strict and when to lay back and lay off. Um, I mean, you know, kids react to fun and silliness. And you've got to have them on board. I think if you're just too prescriptive and too strict. I mean, the whole idea of good cop, bad cop. I mean, you know, you can be good cop, bad cop in different, I think in different Situations. I think...
0: I know this is the case for me, and I think it is for a lot of other women as well. It's really weird how it feels like kids don't want the mum to be silly. Yeah. So what happens to me is I'm out at work, I'm out with my friends, and I'm I'm the chaotic one, I'm Mm. the silly one, I'm the funny one, I'm this one, I'm that one. Then I put that key in the door, I walk in, and suddenly I have to be the sensible one. They don't want me to sing, they don't want me to muck about, they don't want me to be foolish, they don't want me... But you... Oh, oh. You are like a God. no, of no no, fun. But let me
1: stop you there. I think the girls absolutely don't want you to be that. Uh, I mean, they do want you to be fun, they do want you to be silly, and in terms of that, I, I see the look of delight in their eyes when you know when you're not being prescriptive or restrictive or you know telling them exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Now that doesn't mean to say that I don't think all those things are correct. I think what happens is I end up leaning on the fact that I know you'll put in a sort of firm boundary. Yeah, because you And then you wanna... I spend my... Hang on. I spend my time trying to soften that boundary so that the girls don't despise you. You soften the... Yeah, boundary. I mean, no, 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 because I think, you know, I think it's both of our jobs to watch from the, from the from the margins, isn't it? To watch how the girls are reacting to both of us. And... I, I think if you were to embrace a sort of more silly and, and less rules-driven approach to things, I think you would find that I would probably swell into being having to be a little bit more stricter.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, please, huh? any women listening to this now, <laughs> please get down on your knees and pray for
1: That's him. That's my nervous laugh. Oh my god! That means Mark. incoming disaster.
0: Listen, first of all, I'm the least ruly person.
1: No, 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 out I'm, there. no, no. You're not ruly, but you are. You, you do come in with a this Is sense. this a word? You come in. Okay, you. Whenever you walk in through the door, you come in with a list of things that have to have either been accomplished or need to be accomplished, rather than there being say five, ten minutes of just nothing. Just uh, perhaps being silly, perhaps just there being a lightness to the chat and everything. We come straight into an agenda, and everyone feels a tightening up. Oh, my God. And that's... No, no I'm talking about what... So that's what characterises bad cop, good
0: cop. But, but ra- OK, so my feeling is it's rather like if you come in and all the teenagers have been hanging hanging out and then yeah. the mum comes in and yeah. there's a little bit of, like, oh, crikey, better get rid of the pizza, better do, better do this, better do that. Yeah. That's not supposed to happen with the dad what do you mean well what you're talking about that sort of tightening is because you behave like a kid with them the whole time you want to be their friend yes. you are de- you cannot bear well, even a moment <laughs> of them maybe thinking oh dad wasn't very nice
1: well true uh, okay well let's scroll it back a little bit I mean I think the whole concept of being a good cop or a bad cop parent
0: well, let's not hang scroll on. back no, let's no, no, answer hang on.
1: that no hang on well, I, will, I will answer that but I'm going to go in a roundabout politician's way um I think we all carry within us our experiences as a child. And I think when we parent, we're trying to kind of... Um, undo or reverse or correct or improve certain things that we've gone through when we were kids, or, or, or even provide something that we absolutely mm. didn't have. I never had a father, so I, I don't know my dad. I didn't. I never had a. You know, I didn't have a male figure in my life either. And so, for me, I feel like I am over amplifying that mm. whole side of myself. And I think a lot of men, even if they have relationships with their dads, are often wanting to enact a different type of sort of. Maleness or themness with their children, and I think with their children they can do that. So you're, you know, even men are working out shit with their dads, if the dad's there or if the dad's not there. And I think for me, what I'm working out with our girls is kind of yeah, not wanting to be the bad cop, but that not wanting to be the bad cop, but not necessarily wanting to discipline them too much. But at the same time, I do think you can discipline and you can get what you want by stealth. And I think right. you go you go like a juggernaut directly to their heads. <laughs>
0: Okay, so there's a lot of stuff in there. First yeah. of all, obviously Discuss. Obviously, we and I am always mindful of this in that I was really lucky because I grew up with a mum and dad and I grew up with a very you know, in a very safe mm. and um in many ways, why well, almost say almost say idyllic childhood. You know, my mum was a stay-at-home mum, wasn't she? And she would literally bake the bread.
1: And knit the muesli. I mean, this was good stuff. And my mom was a lesbian, drug-taking psychopath. Exactly, and she was.
0: And you didn't have a dad. You didn't have a dad, dad. Yeah, absolutely. So I think for anybody that that doesn't know us well, it's important for us to for us to tell you that, guys. Yes. So I get it. I get that you probably. I mean, you know, one of the stories that breaks my heart about you is that you every day at school you would dream that your dad would come and pick you up that day, and of course he never did. And so I get that you've given you've given you've got this ideal of the dad that you would be. And don't get me wrong, I wouldn't have anyone else as the dad of our children. You're a great dad, but it's very very difficult. And I know people listening to this this will chime for Mm. them. It's very difficult when you are cast as the misery and I feel often I am cast as the misery within it. So I was reading something the other day about this, actually, Good Cop, Bad Cop, and they were saying that children have this incredible ability to just pick up the flick of an eye, mm. and that it's so important that both parents, even if you have a blazing row about it down the pub or in the car or wherever you can mm. go and get some peace and quiet afterwards, that to the kids you look like you are both exactly coming off the, the same page. Mm for instance let's take let's go through the details let's go through let's start with the domestics, for instance, so I think one of the ki- things the kids would say is really, really annoying about me is that I'm always thinking about um food and yes. I'm always worrying that they're getting healthy food <laughs> okay. and I'm always concerned about what they are and they aren't eating yeah. and it's such a bore for me to keep on the whole time. Repeating it and sometimes I go, I know, I'm never gonna say anything about good food again, and I'm just gonna let everybody die. I do actually say I do actually yeah, say that to yeah. myself. And of course then I can't because it's such a big part of being a mum mm. is now you
1: <laughs>
0: constantly undermine me with that. How? Because say for instance, I'll say to you like one thing I know you can cook is sea bass, right? And I have cooked Flat it white many fish. times. It takes five minutes. I've shown you how to do it, and it takes two minutes to steam green beans. Yeah. Right? And they love that. Right. Now, do you do that?
1: I I have done it. But on occasions where work and circumstances get in the way, then, of course, you know, one troubleshoots with a takeaway. Because, because, only because, only because, only because I know they've got this brilliant mum. Right. coming back stop it who who has dedicated her life stop it people can who have dedicated their <laughs> life her life who's dedicated her life to the insurance that vegetables go into these girls now i've made an effort i've made an effort and I, I accept that i put my hand up around food i'm diabolical um and you know i've made an effort that they they at least take in a piece of vegetable or or a piece of fruit so you think of you've got better a little bit. I mean, where wherever they overindulge with a pizza, or uh, you know, I, I personally consider Nando's to be incredibly healthy. It's protein. It's you can have salad and nuts are better than crisps. That's that's my sense of things.
0: God, people are literally listening to you going. That is a man. Up <laughs> that's a man. The ropes desperately and
1: floundering for survival,
0: bullshitting like a nutter. Yeah, maybe. I would suggest. Yes. But every time I go out, yes. you get them a load of rubbish. And you've been doing that since they were toddlers. Uh,
1: yeah, but they love that.
0: Would you Would you agree with that? Yes. <laughs> doesn't know what to... Honestly, listen, I wish you could see his face. He doesn't know what to agree with and uh... not what to. Well, listen, let me clear this up for you. Okay. Once I've got something here. I asked Maddie, that's our 16-year-old... To just just send me a little vo- voice note on what happens when I go out the house. Ready for this?
1: Mm, yeah, I've got a funny feeling she's going to kind of land me in it now. I mean, I you know I've accepted I've accepted that I I don't I don't observe the rules and regulations of the road, but I do try and get some goodness in them.
0: So you saying that you try?
1: I do try. Are you saying that I absolutely do try? Okay, I do well, let's, try. Carrots, let's, apples. Let's listen to what... I mean, trying to sell spinach to a kid is diabolical. I mean, you just can't do it. Broccoli... I mean, she loves broccoli. I'll I'll, I'll often... I'll often (laughs) make broccoli. Yeah.
0: Exactly, and that's my point. It's really, really hard work, and it's the boring end of being a parent. I know, but you love it. And if one parent is left to do it continuously all the time, they become the nightmare. But anyway, I just want our 16-year-old daughter to clear this up for us. Okay.
2: It's also really funny... Um, because whenever mum goes out, like, for a weekend or something, if she's um doing her ting um, and it's just dad looking after us or, like, dad and nanny die, uh, obviously that's the time for us to be really unhealthy <laughs> and, like, watch films that are probably, like, too old for us or whatever. But it's really funny because um, whenever we plan to, like, go and get something very unhealthy, we'll kind of all be, you know, sitting around doing our own thing, maybe watching some television... Then Dad goes, God oh, Jesus, I'm absolutely famished. And we're like, oh And he goes, um, yeah, some McDonald's then? <laughs> we're like, Yeah. <laughs> so then we um, you know, we head down to a McDonald's or something, or we'll like me and Dad will rush to KFC and go get something and like I'll be like, oh, Okay, yeah, Dad, I'll get the chicken strips and some fries, he goes, Is that it? you do not want anything more? And I'm like, uh well I mean yeah, if you're offering. <laughs> um and it's also really funny because whenever we watch, like, we we'll watch like a Tarantino film or something, or like, you know, loads of violence and stuff. Um, and Dad's like, right, should we watch? Should we watch this film or whatever? And then me and Kiki like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, but uh, some um, don't tell your mum. <laughs> it's so funny. He's really scared of her. And then like also when Mum uh, says she'll be back at like ten or something and then she'll text us at like nine and she's like nearly home and dad's like quick quick get everything put it in the bin make you know don't leave any Pringle cans make sure you get all of the Rubicon bottles and it's really funny it's like we suddenly some Mission Impossible stuff and we're doing roly polies and uh-huh. clearing everything up but yeah so <laughs> Dad's definitely not the strict one. <laughs>
1: And what do you have to say for yourself? Well, I, I, I I'd go even a step further than that. I've I've taken to actually hiding Pringle boxes in the bottom of the bin. That's
0: what she just said. Yeah, yeah you know, I,
1: mean, I mean, literally, you know, it's it's about subterfuge and it's about. But the thing is, I, ah, I, I want to pause you there. I see it as benign neglect. I, see I want it as, to
0: pause you there. It's about subterfuge. Yes. Which yeah, but, is
1: not good. Well, it's not about. It's not about trying to undermine you. This is No, it's not. No, not at all. I mean, you know, their childhood, is. it can be more than one thing. Bringing up a child is about more than just one experience. You talk at great length about how your mum didn't let you have any indulgence as a child. And I would go so far as to say it's possibly why your entire family are entirely insane around food. I mean, and it's true. So, you know, my sense around food is if you just bar them and ban them from all of it, then they're going to, they're gonna, you well, know... OK.
0: Right. Okay. Come on. Let's get real here.
1: Yeah.
0: That is absolute baloney.
1: Well, they they won't eat baloney.
0: The cupboard always has crisps in. I we we eat out regularly. I'll often say, "Come on, or let's get a takeaway." This is about something completely different. But it's not undermining. You have it is because I've said, "Okay, we've been out all weekend. We've we've eaten pizza. We've done this. We've done that. I'm going out." Here's the, here's the fish and green vegetables and thing, And you say you not only take them to KFC, but you offer them something extra to what they wanted. Mm.
1: <laughs> it's only so I can have a bit of it.
0: Well, you're taking them down. Um,
1: well, yeah, kind of. I guess so.
0: Would you admit that that is playing good cop, bad cop? In that, in that, in that, you're the one that has all the fun, and I'm the miserable one who's trying to stick. Yes, he's trying yes. to keep them alive. Yeah,
1: but I do. I, I go back to what I said earlier. I do think that you create a rod for your own back. I, I think you don't have to be as bad cop as. I, I do think. I do think there is a. And I think. I think it's without getting into gender politics. I think it's a difficulty for mums and dads. I think mums assume that within the domestic space what they say goes and by and large what they say does go and I think there's a huge pressure to feel like you've got to be really responsible for so many things and I think within that pressure for responsibility a certain uh, amount of good humour and good cheer can be lost in the proceedings
0: you're annoying me so much <laughs> I, I, like, I mean I can't even tell you how much you're annoying me uh, well I'm sorry because you are not stepping up to the plate and taking any responsibility no I'm not, not stepping up to a, the KFC box you're Nightmare. No, well,
1: uh, yeah, OK, so what do you want me to do about it? Do you want me to change?
0: Well, let's leave that to more towards oh, the okay, end when we can right. think about how we could possibly yes. move forward yes. with yeah. it. I mean, I do think you're right. You know, it's it's most parents... Um, there will be a bit of one person stricter on about one thing than another parent. I mean, I think, personally, you are sometimes too strict about potential boyfriends. Yes. About when they go out, about what they're wearing. And so if that, I'm honest, I tend to play good cop with that. And again, I hear that a lot around women. It's really strange that they'll say, OK, go on, you go, don't
1: but worry. But I think that's different. I, I, You see, yeah, you're right. And I see that sometimes as you kind of wanting to be their mate around the whole social thing. And I think that, yeah, for me, that... Yeah, I have got... I am overly protective, but I'm also... Where I'm overly protective, I will quite quickly rationalise it to a place of letting go. I mean, I suppose I... I, I'm less guarded in what I say. I mean, I, sometimes I want, what I'm trying to say is what, sometimes I like the girls to feel that they've got someone... Say they're going through a problem with a boyfriend or with a friend or whatever. I want them to know that they've got sort of unconditional support from me rather than what you'll come in with, which is very sensible and wise and right. Well, we've got to see it from both sides of the view, you know, and we've got to understand that that girl is being an absolute pain in the ass. She comes from... A, and I'm like, fuck all that shit. I, I You know, this is just... She's a, she's a nasty little cow. She's treating our daughter appallingly. Our daughter... Our daughter's upset, our daughter's being very kind in this situation, and I would pull them up, you know, whenever our girls have got caught up in anything, I will say to them, you know, what's your part in this? Can I see what you've said? What is, your, you know, and all that sort of stuff. But I do sometimes... I, do I think so-
0: sometimes you go a bit far when you go, do you want me to run anyone
1: over? Well, I know, but it's they know... Extreme. But that's my point, but they, that, that's me trying to trigger them out of their upset so that they laugh about it, so that they think that they've got the I mean, I must admit, my mum's, you know, lesbian girlfriend used to come down to school and pull boys out of class and hold them up against walls if they were horrible to me. So there, there is that history there. I do want to protect them. I do want to look after them. But I, and I also want to provide them with that thing that I think a dad wants to provide certainly daughters with, which is, you know... Well, actually, of,
0: actually, even though I'm saying this to you, I actually... Everything you've just said there, I agree with. Hmm. I think that you are setting yourself up as something like this is where you can show outrage hmm. and maybe where... Maybe this is a good place for good cop, bad cop because yeah. you're kind of acting it a yes. bit yeah, a so that bit. they understand what protection is and Absolutely. all of that. Um and then me sort of saying, Oh come on, you can go out, but because and they they do lo- I think they quite like it. They like it. I do think they actually quite they like it. They love it. They come
1: up to me and say, Dad, what was it you wanted to do to such and such? Oh you wanted to run the car over backwards over them. Oh, okay, right, fine. <laughs> and I'm like, well, of course, you know what they come now, we know that, Dad, but we like to hear it. You know, it's just it's silliness. <laughs>
0: I think sometimes maybe I worry that I shouldn't undermine and say, well, yeah, you can go to that party and you can stay till one o'clock in the morning.
1: Well, I sometimes you. think if you had your way, they would be out wall to wall constantly all the time at every party that ever came up. Whereas I do actually think there needs to be some structure. You, you don't have a structured approach to anything, really. I mean, insofar as, you know, their so, they're social lives, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Always, it's always, yeah. And I actually think that, I think that that disrupts their learning. I think it can disrupt their sleep patterns. I think they can get tired and all those kind of things. And I genuinely, genuinely think that, not that I'm a bad cop on that, but I will try and throw a spanner in the works sometimes, like, uh, hang on a minute, well, where's where's your work going to be in that situation?
0: Yeah, I think I carry a lot of guilt. Or not guilt, that's not the right word. I worry about them. Um, I mean, they have an amazing social life, but I think it's just so I mean. stuck in my head because they're home educated yeah. that they have to have an amazing social yeah, life.
1: they have a much better social um, life than me.
0: And also, I think maybe it's because my favourite thing in the whole world above anything else that I do is people, socialising. And the thing that fascinates me more than anything in the world is people. So it's kind of like, I suppose if somebody has a mad hobby like rugby or Mm. netball and they just got their kids to do it all the time, Mm. maybe mine is (laughs) socialising. Oh, my God, that makes me sound like such a bad mum. But
1: But what um, do you think about this idea that, you know, because sometimes, I mean, parent. Friends who've been who are parents, you know, they'll talk about making a considered decision to be a good cop versus a bad cop mm-hmm. in a situation, for example. You know, there'll be something, say, around them going to a festival and who they're going with and who they're hanging out with, will they take drugs, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, as parents, they'll go into another kitchen and they'll sit down and they'll go, Right, okay, on this one you've got to play bad cop, and I've got to play good
0: Well, I don't think that's Do
1: you not problem. think that? No. No. Why not?
0: I think I think what's happened with us sometimes organically, like if I've totally flipped out because I've just lost it Mm. or you've totally flipped out because you've lost it because they've driven us crazy. And that hasn't happened often. I mean, we could probably count on the fingers of one hand the times that's happened. Oh, absolutely. I think where, where it's worked really well between us is that you would go to the girls and say, listen, I know your mum really well and I know your mum at this moment will be regretting the way that she said it, because Mm. I know that she won't have wanted Mm. to have lost her temper and to shout and to... I mean, we never hit our kids, but, you know, even shouting is, like, a scary thing for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. And
0: you would go to them and you would say, well, I know, I can think of particular Mm. situations where you've done this and said, listen, your mum's mum's upstairs really upset because she didn't want to be shouting and lose her temper and throw the chair across the room or whatever. But what she was saying, she felt very strongly, and I stand by that. Mm. I think that's a really good way, and vice versa. Yeah. It's like, I I will have said to the girls in the past, listen, yeah, your dad's totally lost it. Yeah. We all lose it sometimes. He'll be regretting that. You know what he's like.
1: So I'm already now sitting here thinking, I'm taking umbrage at this. When, When have I lost it?
0: God, darling, we don't want to go into the details
1: no, of that. no, 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 but I mean, I so infrequently lose it with the girls. I mean, seriously, but, but what I do know is that on the few occasions I have, I know it's really distressed them or upset them because well, it's so unusual. Well, this
0: is it. Because you are their friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you it's, are their plaything. Because you are their clown. Yeah. Because you're their other mate. Well,
1: that's the danger.
0: Because of all of those things, when you get cross with them, mm. it
1: breaks their heart. Which is why it now breaks mine yeah which exactly. is I'll probably do it less. but here's another point I would I'd like to make as well just behind the whole food thing because there's a litany of sort of things here where I'm really bad with them and you know i have to say that even when i'm indulging them even when i'm overindulging them and even when i'm sort of you know consciously and even verbally saying right don't let your mum see all of this i will always preface it and you know if there's any advice i'd give to anyone who's thinking well can you be a good g-? i will say to them you do realize what your mum says is right and you do realize that your dad is wrong
0: stick with me kid you, have but, a you know, much no 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 stick with me you will a great not yeah, work, yeah, yeah. mate no, sorry no, no it doesn't work all the time <laughs> but
1: i have to say there are a few occasions when I've overheard, say, I can't, can't remember the situation, but I'll, I'll hear Maddie talking to her friends, or she came back from her friends once, and she said, oh, I ate such and such and such and such, and it sounded so like you. So this idea that by, because I'm the bad cop and I sort of show them bad things to do and give them sort of indulgences, they are taking in the best of both. And from what I've learned from both of our own childhoods is you don't want one extreme or the other. So I do think they get a sense... They do know what's right and wrong, and they do know... They do know I'm a walkover in certain areas.
0: Okay, so what would you say if I said to you that sometimes within the family, within the four of us, that I love very much and I love everything about our family and everything, I feel really lonely Mm -hmm. and I feel sad within that because I do feel on the outside of the fun.
1: I would say I can see that. Sometimes I feel that. I go to great lengths with the girls in a way, in a sort of stealth-like manner to make them aware of the fact that they can be overly harsh with you and that there's a luxury. And I mean, I talk to them, I have talked to them about this and Maddie gets it and Kiki gets it. It's not going to be manifested in every day-to-day life. But I've said to them, look, the reason I can be so much fun is because we've got your mum in this family checking on the four corners of health and da 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 da, da. So I said, so that, so for example, you may have noticed in recent months, I have got a little bit more of a stickler on their, on fitness, doing fitness, taking them to not the... really. Well, d- oh, no, 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 I have. No? No, I mean, I've, every time you're not there, I'm saying to them, make sure you get your bloody, you know, you, you do your workout. The point I'm trying to make is, is that I do... I do make them aware of the fact that it's a luxury that I have, and that you, you know, th- there are times where we are we are holding you on the outside somewhat, and I recognise that, and I think that's probably quite a common situation for a lot of mums that they feel like they they are the self appointed sort of I don't know umpire or referee in a home.
0: It's like I say, it's sometimes putting that key in the door, and sometimes it feels a bit weighted on my shoulders. I think. Here we go. But I think if you I'm, just
1: if you just said to them, look, let, let's just let's watch Django Unchained tonight. I think they'd be really, really, you know, they'd be eating out of your hands, like just they'd be putty in your hands.
0: I don't agree with watching Django.
1: I know. Well, this is a whole other category of, of, of problems. For what us.
0: I would like to do first is go back because you skipped over it, and it was a complete and utter lie when you said that you're much better about exercise that No, <laughs> I want to give a perfect example. Okay. because This. Yeah. I didn't choose to have the argument on the day, right. but all day it was driving oh, me crazy. God. Here we go. So they had come downstairs, they were the other side of the wall, the kitchen side. Right. And um, I said, listen girls, before we do anything else, I want you to take the dogs out, because they never take them, and I want you to walk the dogs around the block, yeah. just twice, yeah. and I want you to go, oh mama, and you, you... Pretend you got a pile of papers that you had no need for whatsoever and were flicking manically through them through the entire conversation and I was looking at you like this and you didn't back me up. You oh, didn't. I see. Well, I, you remember I, I, it.
1: You were just about to do your exercise. No, by omission, I, I, I... Yeah, by omission. Well, OK, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Okay, okay, OK. I'll take ownership of that one. I mean, there are many, many times, if I'm honest, if I'm really honest, and I'd be curious to know if other dads feel this at all, I don't know. There are times where even entertaining the thought of not being the apple of their eye is really frightening. Mm. And I think part of that comes from, and I've thought about this, part of that comes from, you know, obviously I've got Izzy and Fleur, my older girls. And it was never a set of circumstances that I wanted that I would have two girls that I'm not estranged from because we have a meaningful relationship, but, you know, didn't bring them up. And I think this is the case for many blended families. And I think I have made a sort of overcompensation with our girls. And I'm sure this is the case in in, in a lot of blended families with step-parents. I've made an overcompensation with our girls, but I really, really don't want to. I've almost thought, well, if this is the one crime I do in life... I'm not going to be the evil one. I'm not going to be the one who's not liked or I'm not going to be the one who's who's taken against or who has to suffer the moods. So now, that doesn't mean I'm not willing to take him at all, but 95% of the time I will try not to. So I accept that. I accept that I would rather duck out of that confrontation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I get that and I understand it. Mm. But I still think that you... I mean, I, I actually do think it's too late maybe now with our girls, mm. for you to change that. Well, I think <laughs> because it is too. It, Because it is what it is. Yeah. But I do think, um, for me, it would be nice if there was a bit more... What's the word? A bit more understanding. Like, no, I get it makes I get me that. feel... So say, for instance, I'll say... Like, come on, I've cooked the dinner, you wash up. Mm. The most basic of things. Mm. Every household goes through yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, There will always be that, well, yeah, well, yeah, we will in a minute. And it, to me, it's like it gets your go up. Like, it's almost like you're responding as if I've said it to you. Because I feel... And, the... not, to th- and not to the kids. Yeah. And so, therefore, I feel eggshelly when I'm trying to tell the kids something, because I think you're going to take it personally. Right. We both cannot bear authority of any kind. It's a problem for us. It's why we're freelancers, it's why we've got the jobs that we've got. We both have a real problem with authority. Mm. And what I what I would ask for you is is to think more when these sorry, what I would ask from you is that when you hear me talking to the kids, that you just pause for one second and say to yourself, she's not actually talking to me. Mm. This isn't me being told what to do. Mm. But you become like this threesome, this little army and they'll immediately
1: look at you and go, oh, and then they can all be a bit. No, no, no. Well, yeah, but you see, a a bit bit I, I can't. Off. I mean, you know, I could easily sit and say, okay, that's not the case. And yes, oh, I hear you. I, I hear you, and I can see that, and I know, I know that those situations develop. I, I agree, and I, and I will, I will look into that. But I, I would also recommend that, you know, in terms of being the sort of more disciplinarian or ensuring, you know, the bad cop for want of a better expression. um of coming into the house and and, and and what have you, is just factor in a few more buffer zones of inconsequential stuff about something other than what all those agenda things are all the time. I do think that sometimes... Well, uh, sometimes I just feel like where you would characterise me as a bad... Uh, as a good cop, where you would characterise me as a good cop... I sometimes think that there are just alternative ways of getting the results you want from your kids. And not all of them have to entail rules or do it by this time or do it like this or, or you know, I, I, or be, being so prescriptive. I sometimes think, and I think... But
0: well, I think that's a real problem with our kids because I don't think we do enough of that, well, to be honest. I, but I'm I also think you pick the wrong time.
1: I think it's also about picking the right time to have your fight and, and picking, you know, knowing which fights to pick with your kids. And sometimes I think... You know you know what feels like the right time for you to say something isn't necessarily going to be the right time for them you need to get you know you do need to you do need to get the kids so for example I'll I disagree
0: have, with you massively like for instance yesterday I said to Maddie the one thing I really want you to do today is clean your bathroom yeah because I bedroom. came out and I'd seen right? it just before I left I today... I actually
1: brought that conversation up I be- actually brought that up
0: just before I left today I went up and looked it untouched totally right. untouched right so today I said to her, I want you to clean your bathroom I want you to get, before you sleep tonight. Yes. I want it done. Now you would see that as me being rules for all say.
1: But no, our children don't.
0: aren't don't just do stuff and let you ask them to do stuff no, all the I time agree. that they don't but do. For
1: for example, yesterday, that's a good case in point actually. I went up to find something in her bathroom, and apropos of nothing, and it had no sort of context, I said to her, I said, Jesus, your your bathroom and bedroom's an absolute tip. Without saying anything about what she needed to do, I just thought by saying it, it would shame her into some kind of action. Guess what? It hasn't. didn't work. Okay, it because hasn't. You have
0: to say to them, Can you do this now? Can you go and get your books now and read them and put your phones there? You wouldn't do that. And you ask them all the time to read, but they won't do it unless you say, Can you do it now? But what makes my life impossible is you respond like i've told you to clear up your room because because by
1: and large (laughs) because you do i think lots of mums tend to collectivize everyone in the family so i i would i'd I'd love a pound for every dad that feels that they're grouped with the kids of the family even to the point that they're probably characterized as more of a kid than the kids but you are you are hard to work yeah but at the same time if there if there wasn't a great big lulloping kid like me in the house we wouldn't be having half as many laughs that's true. I mean, I, and I don't mean that in a self aggrandizing hmm. way, I just mean it in, insofar as there is a silliness, there is an air of think... kind of lack of rules and regulations and what have you, but at the same time I recognise the importance of them being there in some way.
0: Well, it is interesting because I think throughout all this talk, I think what I realise more and more is that um, I, I actually feel quite sad that the children don't know me in the way that my friends know me. No, Because I have to be somebody different. You don't have because to be. Because I'm the only one that's being a grown-up.
1: But you don't have so to don't be. Know. And this is my point. You don't have to be. And on the occasions where you're not, it's a joy. I can think of occasions when we've been camping where, interestingly, when you're camping, the domestic situation has to be spread amongst the four of you because all you've got is a tin and all you've got is a thing and you've got to just wash stuff. Um, and, and as soon as you're in a domestic space where if all things are equal... I've noticed that when you are silly, the girls lap it up. They love it when you're silly. I think you... And I think a lot of women, and I don't mean this in a sort of, in a gender negative way, but I think a lot of women feel that they have no choices when they do have choices. And I think it's very easy to sit in a domestic space and say, I've got no choice, I've got to be like this. Well, actually, do you know what? Let's try it another way, because I think you have got choices. I think if you tried it differently, and I've seen you on occasions, when you're just madly silly and what have you, the girls love it. Of course, it can't last forever, but the girls do love it. If you dance around or if you're stupid or if you're silly and, you know, whatever. It just doesn't happen that often. It doesn't happen that often, but that's more about you not letting yourself do it, I would say. But I hear what you're saying. I mean, at the end of the day, you've got to hear it. I mean, I know that. I know that I play good cop. I've tried to give you the reasons why. I've tried to deny that I do it. You've rumbled me. I accept that. I've admitted it. So and what I'm are gonna, you going to change? I'm going to carry forward? on. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even talked about Christmas, but Christmas is like the worst case scenario. Oh God, yeah. Christmas. But that is all about what I didn't have, and that's why I just want them to have something else.
0: Okay, Christmas. Yes. Okay. So. It's like you've got to be father flaming Christmas yourself, himself. Yeah. You know, the girls will say, I only want this and I only want that. And then we'll buy stuff. And then two days before Christmas Day, you go out and buy sackfuls <laughs> of extra stuff that they don't want, I don't want, you don't want to buy. But you've got to do it because you've got no, to overindulge um, them.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you've got friends who are the same. I mean, it's a bit, that comes from what you did and didn't have as kids, doesn't it, isn't it? And, and yeah, I mean, the, the amazing thing about our girls is they have had probably more than they should have had. But, I mean, you need to get them talking about me taking them to Toys R Us. I mean, they they themselves don't want it.
0: They used it's to all cry when you took them to Toys R Us. They'd be like, us. do we have
1: to go to Toys R Us again, Dad? And they said something along the lines of, "Wasn't that, did that start when you stopped drinking? What is... <laughs> <laughs> I think Maddie asked, she said, did the Toys R Us trips every day almost happen the minute after you stopped drinking, they did. Dad? Yeah, they it, did. Like
0: the week after you yeah, came I out.
1: addicted from... to Barbie and uh, Monster High. It was no, brilliant. The
0: week after you came out of the Priory, it started... And you bought every <laughs> single Groovy Girl <laughs> product. In the end, in the end, I stuck an envelope under the front door and left it open so that Amazon could just chuck things in. Well, there you go. And do you remember Izzy, uh, Mark's eldest, saying... I don't know whether I'm supposed to say Mark's And do you remember Izzy, our eldest...
1: Begging you to stop. Getting groovy girl stuff. But it was so cool. There were such limited edition things. I mean, you know, I'm a sucker for a limited edition. Anyway, the point is, yes, I do overindulge them at Christmas. But I think, you know, if you, if you you know.
0: well, I, But who are you overindulging? Because they don't want
1: it. I know. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Mm. I. But look, the long and the short of it is, I am afraid to be an enemy of theirs, and I am afraid. I, but Why,
0: do you not trust that they love you?
1: Yeah, yeah no, I do trust that they well, love me. Well, there you me. go. But no, it's not about that. It is. It's not. No, it's not. It's about, it, it, it hits a pain in me. It really hits a scab, it, it pulls off a scab in me from my childhood. And I'm, I know that's very specific to me, and in terms of us talking about this for other people to listen to, you know, I think people's own experiences of their childhoods are massively influential on these kind of things. And I think, if I'm honest, just sitting here talking about all of this, I'm not really sitting here justifying anything I've done or disagreeing. What I am sitting here thinking about is, oh, God, wow, you really are trying to correct something in how you feel about what you didn't have as a child. Mm. And you need to really examine that and you really need to think about that. So, you know, in that sense, thank you. It's been great being here. (laughs) I will go away and I will try and improve myself. (laughs) <laughs> and analyze why and wherefore and all that sort of stuff.
2: I'm going
0: to hold you to that. We've got that on tape.
1: Oh shit!
0: Well, make a serious last one-line promise
1: that I can hold, hold you. I to. vow to consider every act of overindulgence, and I promise I will endeavor to be a bad cop on at least one occasion a year. It's way too
0: late. <laughs> They're ruined already. <laughs> <laughs> We just love it when people get in touch, especially when they agree with us. <laughs> no, yeah. we like all kinds of comments, seriously. No, Lucy 34 from Grimsby says, I agree with Nadia. My husband is the same. I didn't realise that I felt lonely until you talked about it. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for for this, Lucy. And, and honestly... Mark, you've got to you've got to believe me when I say that this is what a lot of women will say that they they feel so excluded from the fun. Sometimes it can almost be like a you know like when you were at school and there was the table at lunch when everybody was having one. Sometimes it can feel a bit like that. Well, like, and and what happens is the more you feel like that, the more you behave like that, the more you the the sterner or the. Yeah Yeah I can
1: No I can hear that I hear that But um, yeah it, it, You know I suppose it's, it's about always Having a bit of a safe space Maybe to touch base With each other as a couple And sort of maybe Check that out Because I do think It's important mm-hmm. that you know there's an element of fun and there's an element of serious and there's an, and and I can see how you can be held outside, but you know again that comes down to the strength of your relationship really. Can you could, could you turn around to your husband or your or, you know partner and say, uh, actually I'm feeling like I'm Mr. Billy No Mates in this household. Um, One
0: of the things that I find really hard is I'll often come back and you say, oh, it was so nice and quiet and peaceful when you went here, and I think oh, and I know you don't mean it as as harshly as it sounds, but sometimes that makes me feel like all the panic is about me and when I come in and when I... And that can be... I sometimes dread that when I come through the door, so I don't know if anybody else feels like that. Honestly, if you do, reach out to me on Instagram and we can have a moan together.
1: No, no, Again, I hear that too, but sometimes it's true. (laughs) I mean... Do you know what? I get the
0: same when you're not... No, 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 and
1: I'm sure you do, and I think sometimes it's important to be able to just say it. Sometimes you do walk in with an energy that is beyond despairing.
0: I I find it really interesting in the way we're both saying really gently. And sometimes,
1: yeah,
0: sometimes we're actually two seconds away from a massive. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, on that note, uh, we've also got a message here from, um, from Dan, who's 40 in Richmond. My father used to spoil me, and mum always. Oh, sorry. Let me just turn that off, pick that up. Uh, We've got something here from Dan, who's 40, from Richmond, and he says, My father used to spoil me, and mum always disagreed. Now I look back at those times as some of the best in my childhood. And that's my point, really. I mean, I do think, yes, okay, it might be difficult if you're characterised as one thing or another, but you are a couple, and you are working as a couple. And I always use the analogy with the family that you are almost like a micro-business. And so long as all um, attributes and characteristics are there... Yeah, fine. You might have to, like, you do more of the cooking, I do more of the driving around, you do more of the sort of academic learning, do you know what I mean? Whatever it is, our responsibilities carve up in that way. And I'm sure there's some households where the mums are the the good cops and the dads are the bad cops. And, you know, I think it's really important Mm -hmm. that, you know, there is some, there's a comfort blanket. And I think you can also be a good cop with your kids and make them realise that actually it's an indulgence and a luxury what we're doing and they can't have it all the time and neither should they have it all the time and I do I do actually try when you're not there so you never hear it to impress upon the girls that you know actually this is kind of lucky time really
0: Do you know what what I've realised is I actually don't think it's bad for the girls at all we've got really well behaved mm. gorgeous girls It's not really about the girls, it's actually about our relationship. And you know what, it makes me feel a bit sad because I've suddenly realised, and I've actually only realised that through our chats today, but this is exactly the model of my parents... My dad was always Mr. Lovely, and my mum was the strict one. I found out years later, of course, that my mum, my dad behind the scenes, was going, Make sure they don't go out. Why is she wearing that top? Da, da, da. And it was always my mum mm. that, w- that was seen as the, the miserable one, inverted right. commas. And yet, and here I am now in the same place.
1: Could I be devil's advocate and suggest that's part of being a mum?
0: Hmm. I just don't know what to
1: do with this. What was you. that whimper? What was that right whimper? Now. Did you hear that? <laughs> oh God. That means you are going to destroy me in the car <laughs> on the way home. <laughs>
0: On Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: (laughs) Ta-da!